we are now uh, recording. We're just talking about naps, actually. Do you take them? If so, when and why? Josh, do you want to kick us off with your nap schedule, your routine? It's pretty interesting. I nap every day around 3 p.m. My housemates will know this because they always knock on the door while I'm napping. Well, why do they, why do, they do that? I don't know. I've, I've, did you see my Snapchat story? I've I now got time. I'm going to tell everyone about it, yeah. Yeah, um, so I decided now is the time to set some real boundaries in this house because everyone starts talking to me when I don't want to be spoken to. Um, Seth often does that, but I can ignore his text, so it's (laughs) it's not that big a deal. Yeah, um, I don't text you. (laughs) (laughs) I can literally see your text to the right of me now. Um, (laughs) I bought a sign off Amazon that says, we're open or we're closed, and I've said... If, if the sign says we're closed, then um, unless it's an emergency, do not knock on my door. Do not talk to me. Yeah, that's me saying some boundaries, which I think is that's, much needed. That's fair enough. Thank you. Absolutely. Do you have a lock on your door? Yeah, I do, but they still knock, you know, and that winds me up. Well, they try the handle. Oh, no, I suppose you do knock before you try the handle, don't you? You should have just said try the handle. If it's locked, then don't come in. Then you could have saved him money on the sign, couldn't you? Yeah, but I always lock the door, so it's not a good sign. See, I... I never lock my door. Yeah, I don't have a lock on my door, so... Sorry, you're in halls, aren't you? Yeah, it didn't work there. Well, there's a <laughs> lock there, but it doesn't work, so it's I put the door stop underneath it from the inside and sort of wedges ah, it. Nice track, I did that. <laughs> well, as well as a lock, double security. Yeah. What? You see what I'm talking about? I'm not, no. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Flip the sign round on your door. Shut. Just don't leave me alone. Do you want to sort the sign out? Flip it round. Did I set an alarm on the oven? No. Maybe I did. I don't think I did. Um. Anyway, sorry. You what, probably what did. Was, in fact, you did was... say you were trying to cram food in earlier after your nap. Mm. So you yeah, but it was. Food. I didn't have enough time to cook anything. I only had about five minutes, so I got some. Uh, what are they called? Uh, what are those eggs called with sausages around it? What? Scotch eggs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got some Scotch, Scotch eggs in my gob. That's a biscuits. Delicious. Very substantial. Um, hello, by the way, if you're listening. Um, welcome to Connecting Vague Dots with me, Seth Cox, J Panels, and who you've been hearing for the last sort of 10 minutes, monotonously, non-stop, is our <laughs> guest. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. Oh, bam it. Oh, I was trying to time it right. What were you going to say? I was trying to say, I was trying to wait for you to chip in with your name, but then I chipped in with your name just as you chipped in as well. That's all. Okay. It's fine. Jay will edit that out. S- smooth as ever. <laughs> like, that's that's what this podcast is all about. We're smooth, professional. We know exactly what we're doing 100% of the time. <laughs> I haven't had my head in my hands for the last five minutes. Oh, I certainly have when Josh was speaking. Oh, You've been asking me questions. Why are you acting like a... <laughs> <laughs> you were asking me about my nap. Yeah, and then you went on for 10 minutes about door signs and food and... You nap. literally asked me to explain the door sign. <laughs> it's called... I was humouring you. As right. far as I was concerned, they were all relevant tangents. Thank you. Yeah, Thank so you, I Jay. can't probably say the same for most of my tangents. Even in my most recent essay, most... Um, Namely, oh my god, yeah. which Jay looked at for me. Um, yeah, where I why didn't I you ask me to look at it? Well, you explicitly said you didn't want to look at it. Did I? Yeah, so I said, Josh, do you want to? That does sound like someone else saying. You said, No, I'll get annoyed at you. And I said, Yeah, you would. Oh, yeah, it's a whole sounding arrogant thing, anyway. Um, Jay, would you mind? Um, shall we explain the concept of the podcast? Yeah, and to Josh <laughs> as well, because um. I don't know how much I talked to him about it, but I don't know how much he takes on board, so it might help to hear it from you. Okay, so been on before, Josh, but we've got a new format, which is I'm sure Seth is, and we've done a few episodes of this already. And uh, so we've got four things now, um, still from the categories of books, TV, and film, less TV, really, books, film, and music. I did that in a weird order of counting on my hands, and you can pick any amount of them you want. I have picked almost exclusively films today, I'm going to be honest. And we are working on an odd one out system. So there is an underlying link between three of them, but one of them does not fit that link. And the other people in the call have to figure out what the link is 
correct and what the odd one out is. And we get points for revisiting things suggested in the previous week. And I'm lucky because I've written down my link on the same page that I wrote down Seth's link from last week. So I know exactly what he suggested. This will cut about 10 minutes down. Yeah. Yeah, of just like going uh, (laughs) and going through the suggestions. Yeah. So, Seth, you said Adaptation, which is a Spike Jones film, which I did not watch. Deadpool, which is Marvel and I didn't watch. Jane Eyre, which I haven't read. There is. And X going to give it to you from Deadpool by DMX, which I could have easily listened to but didn't. Oh, you mother flipper. Um, Jay, you don't need to tell me yours. This will be a bit of a test. Yours were um, the MF Doom album, which was about food. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do know that because I did listen to it. So Impressive. You're welcome, Josh. That's a point for me and you as well, mate. So don't, nice. don't worry. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Um, you return the favour later, I'm sure. I'm panically writing down my things because I forgot what they were. You can't see anyway. I saw a, I saw words on a screen. Um, and Thanks. Jay, your other ones were um, Far From Home, which I didn't watch. Uh, Whiplash, which I didn't watch. And um, something else. What was the other one? Gone Girl. That was three films last week. Have you gone for three films again this week? Yeah, I have. Yeah, okay, fair enough. I've- I've run out of music to talk about. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have if you listened to some of my recommendations. Well, you know, if you... I, I listen to some of the things you, you recommend every now and again. Do it more, and then you'll have more to talk about. Sure. Would be my well, Yeah, go on then. I'll, I'll try that. What did you think of um, food? I'll be, I thought it was okay. I think I, I jumped, because I, I, you know I don't really listen to hip-hop. I think I've, that's not a good jumping-on point um, for me, because it seemed a bit... It was wacky. It was all over the place, and it made me laugh quite a few times. It was very witty, which I liked. Um, but I didn't, I didn't get into the groove of it very well. Yeah, uh, MF Doom has a very distinct style in terms of production and the way he raps mm. it's very different from a lot of other music in that genre he was he was underground and it still sort of is f- now since it's even since he died last year mm. which is strange considering how many people in the hip-hop community think how like constantly sing his praises still like not that huge amount of people listen to him Compared to people like, I don't know, J. Cole or Drake. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I liked it. But well, I think one of the issues was I had it on in the background whilst I was doing my work. And because he kept making me laugh, I got a bit annoyed because the lyrics kept catching my attention too much because it's very lyrically driven, isn't it? Yeah, it's not. He's not really background music, I no. wouldn't say. Yeah, I might try again. Well, I might try a different MF Doom album. Um, shall we see how our guest is doing with sort of remembering all of his options? Josh, how, how are you doing over there, mate? You, here. Are you ready? Um, so are we doing it like one at a time? Like going around? What we normally do is we give all of our options all at once and then we sort of attack them one by one to figure okay. out where we're, where we're yeah. getting with it. Okay. Like we did on our other, on our recent podcasts josh yeah i don't i don't listen to it no you well it's, it's not important really I'm worth a listen it. though I, if you if you're bored nah no nah, i'd have to be quite bored well that sounds attainable for you you know you don't have much going on do you <laughs> i have to disagree on that one but yeah but you would wouldn't you because you always disagree <laughs> <laughs> nah Anyways, <laughs> um, can we get on with it, gentlemen? Yeah. Oh, okay, all right. Um, I remember what. Yeah, they are. give us your list, please. Okay, cool. So, I've got. Do I explain what it is, or do I literally just list it? Just list, just it. list it to start with. So I've got "Beloved," a book by Toni Morrison. I've got uh, the album "I Never Loved a Man" by Aretha Franklin. Um, <laughs> why are you laughing at that? Nothing. What's funny? Nothing's funny. Go on, keep going. Then we've got another album, which is uh, The Miseducation of Lauren Hill. 
by Lauren Hill. Have you listened to that album, sir? No. And why did you act as if you liked it then? Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bit weird. I was like, I say, well, I thought you were going to say Miseducation of Miss uh, Cameron uh, Rose or something. It's like a Netflix film, isn't it? What's it called? Yeah, yeah, where she gets sent to conversion camp. Is that is that what this is? Is it? No, no that, this, this is an album, album, isn't it? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Miseducation of Lauren Hill by Lauren Hill. That really threw me. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then uh, Malcolm X's autobiography. Lovely. Mmm. Ooh, okay. This is a cool selection. Thank you. Like yeah, it is a cool selection, and nothing's no links between any of them are jumping out at me right now, which is good. Yeah, good list there, mate. Um, well, we'll talk more about it later. Um, yeah. Should we go through Seth? What's what's your things, and then we can. Right. Um, I've got your name, the movie for, from twenty sixteen. So Japanese anime. Mm-hmm. I have a short story um, by Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie, uh, Cell One. It's from an anthology of short stories. It's called Cell One. How are you spelling cell? As in uh, like a prison cell, cell? Prison cell, yeah. Cool. Um, the Artist, the 2011 silent film. And okay. don't, you know, switch off. But I've I've gone a bit rogue, and I've chosen Haydn Symphony 104. Chosen what now? Um, Haydn Symphony 104 is 104. Oh, London is what it's called. If you want to, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I like all your options as well. Definitely better than 103. That's for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, 103 drag. No, no uh, one likes that. Yeah. No. 104. Hello. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> gobble gobble. <laughs> <laughs> don't mind if I do one, I felt. Yeah, well, Martin X's autobiography, yes, please, much better than, you know, David yeah. Beckham's autobiography. Do you know what I mean? I yeah, 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 yeah. We can all be knobheads about people's options, is my point. <laughs> right? So don't don't slam it until you learn about it. Because I might, on. by the end of this, you might want to go away and listen to it. I definitely might. You might do. You might add it to the playlist. <laughs> yeah, me and Josh have a share players. I, w- I actually will add it to, the- what? to that. Please no, please don't. No, I will. I will. Y- you asked for it. Um, Jay, your options, please, my friend. Yes, right. So, my first option is The Favourite with Olivia Coleman and others. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we've also got Ridley Scott's Gladiator. And we have Shakespeare in Love. Yeah, okay. And lastly, we have a play in the form of Richard III. Ooh! Oh, I like this oh. list. What's up, Josh? Nothing. It's just formulating my thoughts. Processing it. Well, well, I'm seeing, you know, I think maybe Shakespeare in Love or Richard III would be the red herring, you know? Mm-hmm. There's an obvious link there, isn't there? Maybe one of them is to throw us off a bit. Um, oh, yeah, there is. <laughs> Didn't see that. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, Josh, we watched, we've seen The Favourite, haven't we? Well, yeah, it wasn't my favourite. Ah, I didn't even mean to say that. It wasn't... Um, uh, <laughs> comic wasn't gold, mate. I didn't think. thought it was a bit too forced. Too forced. Well, look, hey, don't, don't spoil it yet. We'll, we'll come on to it later. All right. All right. You ask... You, you ask... You're trying to like change the structure of the whole podcast. Like, <laughs> you ask me questions and get annoyed when I answer them. No, look, we'll stick to the formula that works. All right. You, you're you're right. in trying to rearrange it, be all radical. I mean, thanks for that. All right. Right. Well, we, I am we a like your, Yeah, we like your ideas. There's a time and a place. Right? <laughs> Fuck off. You can you can raise that under other business at the end of the podcast. All right. Um, Josh, since you're <laughs> guest, mate, do you want to be interrogated about your um, choices for this week first, or would you like to be the interrogator? I'd like to be interrogated first. <laughs> of course, with you, you dirty little boy. <clears throat> Test. Anyways, yeah. for God's sake. <laughs> okay, right. So we're putting Josh in the hot seat. Um, Jay, what one do you want to pick apart first? 
Which one's um, jumping out at you? Well, um, I already know The Miseducation of Lauren Hill a little bit, which is a really great album. Oh. Um, yeah. Didn't see that from you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I, just, I, I really like it. I think it's great. Um, Why? I... Ooh. I, the, one of the books I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm feeling intrigued about. Which, which one do you want to talk about? Top one? Beloved. Beloved, yes. Sounds kind of familiar, but not massively. Go on, Josh. Um, so it's a book uh, by Tony Morrison, which is, I think, maybe a second book, um, which is about an escaped slave, uh, well, an, a, an escaped enslaved person who um, escaped with her daughter, um, who was a baby at the time. Um, and it kind of takes place while the daughter's um, now, like, I think, like, 10 or 11 or something like that. Um, but it's all about um, how the trauma of slavery um, impacts uh, their, like, mother-daughter relationship um, and how that trauma gets passed down throughout generations. Interesting. Right, so how does the... What sort of impact does it have on that relationship? Like... How does it manifest? Itself? Well, do you want me to spoil it for you, or um, try? Can you do it without spoiling it? Like how? Like not really. Yeah. I, I, I. This is ringing a little bit of a bell now. Does it follow like multiple generations of the same family, or am I thinking of something different? Mm, I think you might be thinking of something different. Ah shit! I think Never you might. Mind, you might be thinking of girl, woman, other or. Oh yeah, I think that is. Yeah. So. So, so if this trauma is generational and it's so you, we just see it and you see it in the book just being passed down from mother to daughter you don't see it go any further um no you don't you don't see it going any further no but um obviously yeah um oh it's hard to it's hard to say without spoiling anything but um, should, we, should we let them spoil it jay shall we put a spoiler warning up yeah yeah, I let, feel like the, the book's still valuable, even if you know what happens. Yeah, go on. Yeah, sure. Spoiler so she kills her daughter with um, an axe in her shed. Um, oh, snap. So it's quite, it's quite metaphorical, really, because she um, is like her way of... Um, in a world where she can't really have any control over anything, over, over land or, or within slavery as well. Obviously, they don't have daughters. They just have... Um, they're just black women were just like um they just reproduced um slaves for uh their uh, owners so um she was like struggling with how to keep control or how to play a, a part in her daughter's life and she thought that the only way she could um impact her daughter's life was by killing her and that was her act of being a mother was taken her out of the world, which ruined her. Whoa. So, very deep. That's pretty pretty heavy stuff. Oh, and I also forgot to say, they are living in a house... Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, okay, that's a big thing. They're living in a house where she's now haunted by the ghost of that baby. Haunted by the ghost of what baby? The one she killed? The one she killed, yeah. So she's moved She's moved house after killing yeah. her kid and yeah. is now haunted by the, by the ghost. No, she's not moved house. She's just in the house, which yeah, she killed her daughter in. Yeah. Yeah. So she hasn't moved. <laughs> <laughs> so where, where, where is it? Where is it set? Is it in America or Africa or? Yeah, America. America. Hmm. All, all right. useful information. Um, hmm. I think hell. the slavery. It could have something to do with slavery, maybe the link. Jay, what were you thinking? Um, well, the 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 mention of the fact that the the ghost or being haunted by the ghost is a big thing um, could be reflected through other parts of this. I don't know, not in, not one hundred percent sure where, but it's possible. Mm. Yeah. Oh, it's a tricky one. Well, I don't know anything about. His other options, really. So I'm, a, I'm still a bit. Well, shall we go on to another one of his options? I hope you did that, Jay, and then maybe switching it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's do that. Which which one are you feeling now, Seth? What about I never loved a man? 
by Aretha Franklin. Yeah, let's go for that. Um, wow, this is—I think this is that's one of my favorite Aretha Franklin albums. Um, it was released in 1967, um, and it has respect in it. And um, obviously, I never loved a man. Also, Star Serenade, but it's quite. Um, it's quite a, a feminist album. Uh, and also, um, yeah, talks about racism within it as well. Because um, I think Chain of Falls is in it as well. And she talks about, um, which obviously symbolic for slavery, mm. um, but also about being chained to her lover. So, yeah, no, not sure what else to say. Did you hear that? That's just my notes calling for me as well. Every second on the <laughs> rat a tat tat. Later. Yeah, I learned that one the hard way once, didn't I? What's that? Being shut out? What? No, having your housemates knock on the door. Yeah, yeah. It's tough, that. Why are you looking at me like that? Ooh. <laughs> that sounded weird, actually. It made it sound like I was... Anyway. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what... It sounded like you lived here and you knocked on my door. No, well, no. Anyways. Next one. Oh, all right. Quick fire. Um, <laughs> shall we have a bit of time to reflect on, on that one? Um, is that your favourite? You said it was your favourite Aretha Franklin album. Yeah, I think so. I also really like her live album, uh, Amazing Grace. But yeah. Can't get on board with live albums. Well, it's different no. when it's gospel. It's um, quite necessary to it. You still have all that. Yeah, you can hear them. But that adds to it. Like it's, it's in... A church, isn't it? So it's supposed to makes you feel like you're there. Mm, I suppose I get it in that, maybe more so in that context. I just don't like all the sort of background chatter. I'm like, it's just, just, you know, be, I'm trying to listen to the album, you know, and there's all this, like, oh, did we leave the kettle on in the background? You think? All right, well. <laughs> it's not it. Um, Jay, what are you thinking? Uh, uh I. I don't know. I don't know how Malcolm X is gonna fit in anywhere if he, if he, if indeed he does, because the miseducation of Lauren Hill is very much about her relationship with relationships and love. I, mm. I seem to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some beautiful um, like moments in classrooms mm. between each songs, which I think is brilliant. I, mm. I, do, I really do love that album. Wait, what, what do you um, mean, moments in classrooms between songs? Well, there literally is like moments, like as the song fades out, they're like skits that appear through like hip hop music for decades, where they, where there's just characters talking to each other, mm. and generally speaking, in those skits, they're talking about love and relationships. Mm. Oh, that was nice. <laughs> Is it a hip hop album then? Uh, yeah, and rap, yeah, yeah, hip hop rap kind of thing. The, yeah, there's there's lots of um, fusions of like R and B and mm. reggae and soul and stuff in it. It's a it's a brilliant album. Is <laughs> <laughs> there anyone? I've never heard of it. Mm, I'll give it a listen. When did it, when did it come out? Nineteen ninety nine, I think. Ooh. Yeah. Let me check that one. No, it's definitely nineties. Yeah, it would. I think it would have been after the Fugees stuff, which was yeah. I think ninety six. Ninety eight. Well, yeah, it sounds like it's something to do with relationships now, doesn't it, Jay? Yeah. Um. Shall we? Shall we talk a little bit about Malcolm X's autobiography now? Yeah, may as well. We've done the other three, so yeah, let's um, let's yeah. finish them off, shall we? Um, so have either of you read it or no? You should. It's really good. I read it last year, but um, I don't, I'm not sure if you're familiar with um Malcolm X's like politics, um, but he's very um, very radical in that he believes that. Well, he believed for a long time in his life that all white people were the devil. Um, and he believed in um, black people, uh, like the unification of all black people coming together and creating their own economy 
um, only buying from other black people so that they could build themselves up to um, escape uh, white people basically. And he believed in, in segregation, but obviously not enforced by white people. Um, but he, he didn't believe that, um, yeah, they should tolerate white prejudice anymore. And he didn't think it would be valuable where he criticized um, Martin Luther King quite a lot um, uh, because he didn't think it was valuable trying to teach white people to not be racist um, because, well, one, because it would take so long, but also because why, why did they need to explain to white people to not um, oppress them when, in his view, black people were um, superior? Oh, he was going for the whole like black superiority thing. Well, not really, but he, he he there's a lot in the book about how black people, um, you know, the takes the idea that you know they they've all um come from kings and queens in Africa, and you know, the, well, obviously, um, you know, the first person on earth was black, and everyone's come from that, so. Well, that's what some people say, but um, so he's kind of like he like lists why why black people are great. Oh, I know. Well, we what um, Josh, we watched a really um boring film <laughs> with um yeah with Malcolm X in, didn't we? Yeah. What was it? Um, One Night in Miami. Is it? Yeah. Jeez, I what you've just said about him, I. I wouldn't have got any of that from the film, do you know what I mean? Uh, no, and to be fair, I wasn't really listening to the film. It just all turned into one at one point, I felt like. <laughs> and just bad actors. Yeah. Well, yeah. Apart from that one guy, like, um, the Aaron Burr from Hamilton was in it. I like him. Mm. Um, I think um, Denzel Washington made a film called Malcolm X. It's like three hours long or something. I think that's I supposed to be... He was in it. I didn't think... Did he make it? I, I I don't know. He he did play um, Malcolm X in it. I think he may have directed it as well. Oh, yeah. I Spike Lee made a Malcolm X film. Oh yeah, you're right. It was a Spike Lee film. Yeah, I, I thought. <laughs> I can't remember how how many places in which Denzel Washington was involved because mm. he's but he's directed many things and produced yeah. and stuff. Um, I've heard that's supposed to be quite good, and mm. he appears in parts. I think in Selma. The, the film about ah. the Selma um, situation. That that's, a, that's a Martin Luther. Is that more on Martin Luther King though, Selma? Yeah, but but they they still knew each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it probably takes some liberties, but they had quite a fraught relationship with mm. how they dealt with white people mm. and their fight for equality and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, could you? I feel like did something happen to Malcolm X's parents that's significant, or have I made made that up? Am I thinking of something else? I think his. I might be wrong. I know he his dad had a lot of um like he grew up around quite a lot of white supremacists and the KKK would often um stop by his house. Um, I'm pretty sure his dad was murdered. I'm pretty sure that's right by white supremacists. I might. I thought. Yeah, that's what I thought I'd heard. Okay. As well, but I can't remember. I don't want to say it and then get cancelled for it. I feel like as you don't know, that's probably not to do with the link anyway. No, yeah, no. Um well we literally know all all your all your stuff now. Yeah. Ah yeah, he got yeah, he got murdered by white people. Right, well. Jay, what, what, where are you thinking? Because, you know, the boy's done talking now. You know, he's, he's done his list. We know. Do we know all we need to know, Josh, about this stuff to get the link? Um, wait there. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like now if I, if I forgot to say Yeah, no, no, yeah. Yeah, don't say it. Yeah, fine. Don't say it. But do you, no, but yeah. I feel like it's quite key, and now I've left it out. But if I say it... <laughs> well, don't, don't say it. Is it it's doable? Is it doable? Yeah. 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 Well, well, let's do them. So we will do it. (laughs) Jay, what are you thinking? I'm not 100% 
sure. Really? Why? What? What's your thought, Jack? So far, Seth. Um, racism, maybe. You said that last. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I get deja vu there for a second. Yeah. I mean, the obvious one. Yeah. I feel like that's too obvious. Do you know what I mean? What was your the- last time, Josh? It was, uh, I think, cheating partners or like yeah, infidelity or something like that. Okay. Yeah, because you chose, what was it, Lemonade, Jane Eyre, and I can't remember what the other one was. I can't remember what the other one is. Ah, Get Out. That was it. Yeah, no, you did pick Get Out. What does that have to do with? Oh. Uh, his, um, his girlfriend tried to murder him. Oh, yeah. cheat on him. No, well, she, she doesn't, but there's oh, some okay. sort of, you know, relationship problems there. <laughs> there are some issues, yeah, that need to be done. Yeah. It's funny, isn't it? Like, you went for um, girlfriend killing boy or trying to kill boyfriend last time, and, and this time you've gone for mother killing daughter. I yeah. just wondered if that interests you, like, family, <laughs> not really. <laughs> and stuff. Not really, no. It's not mm. one of the things I... Take an interest in. Okay. You're okay, Seth. You're having a funny day. <laughs> it has been it's a like a doctor. I did another poster today, actually. Okay. Well, um, let's, let's leave, yeah, let's we'll leave, leave that out for now. now. Yeah, <laughs> that came out of nowhere. <laughs> when I do my revision posters, they really sort of take, take all the spunk out of me. Oh. Seth, we're just going to move on. Sorry, we're... Juice, not spunk. Seth, for God's sake. We had that issue last time, didn't we? Stop talking. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so we have... Jake, I've got an idea. Yeah? Uh, I think uh, something to do with trauma. Right, so we've got trauma (laughs) in beloved Malcolm X and... Lauren Hill? Is there, like, relationship trauma there? There might be an element of it there. I can't remember. Just doing his poker face. We can read you like a book, mate. Don't even. No, I was just daydreaming, actually. (laughs) I was just completely zoned out. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Good. Good good poker face. Um. Well, I feel. Do you feel like the odd one out is probably Aretha Franklin? I. Can we go for different things? No, we've tried that before. Okay. And it and it hasn't really paid off. <laughs> um let's I I yeah, let's go with that. Let's like let's see if we can get the other one out first. And let's say Aretha Franklin is the other one out. Yeah. Um I'm I'm telling you now. Yeah, yeah just tell us if we got if Aretha Franklin's the other one out or not. No, it's not. Ah. Doodle shit. Well, we're we're wrong. We're, we're stumped. Yeah. Enlighten. Can we tell you? That'll be nice. Yes, please. <laughs> uh, so the odd one out is the miseducation of Lauren Hill, um, and quite a simple link actually. It's just that all the um, the people that created it are dead. Malcolm X, Whoa. Aretha Franklin, and Malcolm X are all dead. Didn't see that one coming. Lauren Hill isn't. So Malcolm X is. I'd got, I put the little red herring of racism in there. I thought. You did that last time. I fucking, I gnawed on it. I know, you fall for it. Fall for it. Every time. Every time. <laughs> oh, it's <so> embarrassing. Um, <laughs> well, good night, mate. I'm not going to show my face around there again. Yeah, no, that was, that was good. Well done. I mean, um, I, didn't know, I didn't know Tony Morrison was dead. Yeah, I know. That's what that's what I left out. But then if I'd have gone, oh, yeah, I did leave something out, actually. Tony Morrison's dead. Then that would have been a bit obvious. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. Yeah, we would have yeah. So. Oh, well. <laughs> I, I forgot that Aretha Franklin passed away. Was that a couple of yeah. years ago? 2018. Yeah. And yeah. obviously Malcolm X was um, assassinated. Yeah. Um, about, what? It's all news to me. You didn't know Malcolm X was assassinated? Or Aretha Franklin died a couple of years ago. 
I think Malcolm X was Malcolm X killed before um Martin Luther King or was or was it a, a little while afterwards? I think I feel like it was about a year. I think it was afterwards. Yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah. Points as it stands. Jay's on zero. Me and Josh are on one each. Mm. So the last love, sort of 45 love. minutes may as well not have happened. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could just we could just cut it cut it all out. That's a that's a nice that will save me some time. <laughs> We've got no guests this week. Well, hold on, Josh, just a second. If you don't speak for the next hour and a half, we could just pass it off as just to me and Jay one and cut you out completely. I could leave now if you want. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on. Um, but none of this will make the cut. But cheers. <laughs> Can you imagine? It's all my parts left out. No, you go share it on your story, guys. I'm in this. I'm in this. Josh, it's just. just I won't be doing that. I don't want my reputation ruined. Uh, Josh, you can choose whose list you want to dissect next. Do you want to go to my list or well, Jay's list? Um, let's go for Jay's list. Yeah. All right then. What? Uh, what do you want to talk about? Huh. Well, Josh, what do you want to? So, should we talk about? Well, it's up to you, and it? You're the guest. You apparently call all the shots. What, what do you want to talk to him about? Talk to me about Shakespeare and love. I'd love to. I'll put this out there right now. I haven't seen this film. You crap. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know if it was a film or a book. I didn't, that's why I was... Luckily, I've seen it, but I don't think it's about the plot, then, if Jay hasn't seen it and he's picked it. Yeah, it's got to be the odd one out, surely. Well, I mean, it's, it's fair to say. I do know... One of the I do know of one of the writers from this, which is Tom Stoppard, who wrote Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead, which is probably my favourite play um, of all time. I think it's great, and he also co-wrote Brazil with with Terry Gilliam, which is a fantastic film, and everybody should watch it. He he gets um, sort of unnamed quite a lot, but if you look up Tom Stoppard, there's quite a lot that I recognise from there. None of them's coming to mind now, but he's actually written quite a lot of stuff that I know. He's yeah, he's been about writing things for like sixty years, and he's written some really incredible things. Um, one of them is Shakespeare in Love, which is about um, as far as the brief Wikipedia thing that I almost read told me, it's about Shakespeare writing Romeo and Juliet and falling in love at the same time. I think yeah, with Gwyneth Paltrow who's cross-dressing as a boy in it, which is fun. That's um that's a that's a plot point in like the um the TV series that Ben Elton made as as well. Um, Upstart Crow about you know yes. Kate in the show who cross dresses um to be able to act. Yeah, that's exactly what Gwyneth Paltrow does, isn't it? She plays Romeo. Yeah, I so. Yeah. What what else can you shed light on about Shakespeare and love except it's about Shakespeare falling in love? Which we could have probably got. Well, I mean, I think it's it's generally accepted that the level of historical accuracy within Shakespearean love is pretty non-existent. <laughs> I think, like Judy Dench plays the Queen in it as well. Yeah. Oh my and... god, I know what it is. I know what the link is. Do you? Yes, I know what the link is. I know what it is. Okay. Go on. Uh, well, go well... for it. Yeah, all right, go for it straight away. Is the the odd one out, Gladiator, and the link is um, Inaccurate Histories. (laughs) Is that it? Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, I knew it! Oh, yes, Three points for me and you, mate. Sick. Yes! Oh, storming it. I knew it! Oh, wow. Shakespeare does that, doesn't he? He does a lot of... I'm very impressed. That is, that <laughs> yes, is very I'm impressive. so impressed with myself. I can't believe that. Wow. <laughs> right. So, what, what what are some of the historical inaccuracies in Shakespeare and Love? Or is it just generally? I think it's generally just they they decided to make a fiction and put some general Shakespearean tropes in it, mm. and were pretty open about the fact that yeah, this is nonsense. It's just yeah. fun. Mm-hmm. Well, look, talk to us about Richard the Third a bit because that's an interesting one. Yeah, Richard the Third is a play that I haven't read in in its entirety because it's long and it's Shakespearean and they're an effort. Yeah. 
Um, but generally, Richard III was quite heavily vilified almost throughout the play, which is, roughly speaking, just lies. Just made up because the, the Tudors were in power at the time and Shakespeare was a kiss-ass. Who who know how to got his play? Who knew how to get his plays performed? And that was by sucking up to the monarchs at the time. So yeah, that's exactly what he did. Mm. Same with that's... all the like the Henry V stuff. And yeah, there's that whole Richard III died at the Battle of Hastings, but um, Battle of Hastings. Sure he, I'm pretty sure he didn't. Yeah, that's what um, died at the Battle Battle of something. I'm pretty sure um, Shakespeare wrote he died at the Battle of um, something. Wait, uh, when was it? 14, it was 1490s, wasn't it, Richard III? 1480s. Yeah, I think so. Uh, maybe not, but well, I can't remember what it was then. Anyway. It wasn't the Battle of Hastings, I can tell you that much. Oh, yeah, I know, it must have been a different battle. Oh, uh, look, it's not important. Um, but in the play, murders his, uh, murders his nephew as well in the play, which probably didn't happen. Yeah, he kills the in the play. He kills the princes in the tower, doesn't he? Yeah. Which is sort of potentially true, but not proven. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah, it was a theory that Shakespeare popularized in the play. Yeah. Which then and also the hunchback it. thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just big nose made up. stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose you, you, you've got to do that with some characters, don't you? You um, exaggerate them to make them more interesting. I think there's merit in I, doing that. I feel like Richard III was interesting enough as as he was, but I think, yeah, by, by exaggerating certain things about him, Shakespeare, I mean, he certainly did something interesting that lasted a long time, so... Yeah. Fair play. <laughs> mm. So but yeah, what, what about the favourite then? Because I've seen the favourite and I didn't pick up on any. Well, I don't know much about Queen Anne, but I didn't pick up on any, any like glaring historical stuff. I don't think it's necessarily like glaring historical things, but it was a lot of hearsay and. I think there were quite a few like crucial characters who would have appeared in Anne's life that were just edited out, mm. just not in there. And Olivia Coleman has said that she never actually researches <laughs> any of her characters who are based on real life because she just goes, well, I'm j I just hope that it's in the script and I just go off what's in the script, which yeah. is fair enough. I mean, if it's not in the script, then it's not her job to do it really, is it, in a way? I guess so. You sort of play the character that's presented to you in the script yeah. rather than playing the character who existed but not necessarily in the form that appears in the script. Mm. So you, you you might end up with a bit of a, a battle between the two people, the real one and the person who's in the script. Mm. And that's not helpful. Well, and Gladiator, I'm guessing is that just really historically accurate yeah i think i read somewhere that he that ridley scott literally hired historians and stuff to to get some of the details right and make sure that it felt historically right whilst he was making it that's nice well Josh, you're... i'm just a bit deflated yeah no I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying my best for you here buddy but um i'm I got I, it after I'm, 30 seconds <laughs> i'm beyond caring and um should we I, just move on shall, yeah <laughs> all right that means we get to what my list right who wants to ask me what come on questions come flying at me all right one at a time one at a time come on let's balance the books who wants to go first Josh? Should we deliberately not talk about the symphony Josh, <laughs> wanna... no come on you want to you want to know about that don't you you haven't forgot what they were come on <laughs> so we've got your name <laughs> the let's artist go. cell one and some stupid thing that we're i don't know what any of these are <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I didn't know what any of yours were, Mister. Except I've heard of Malcolm X and Aretha Franklin, I guess. And I'm right, yeah. I could just start talking. Yeah, something. Seth. Do you want to talk about your name for a bit? Um, yeah. So my name's means like the chosen one, and um, it's, it's a biblical name. Um, Seth means <laughs> the. <laughs> oh, oh, damn it! He's funny. Um, 
Okay, no, seriously, your name is a 2016 um, Japanese anime film, and it's not a Studio Ghibli, and I watched it, so flip to me. Um, it's talked by uh, Makito Shinkai, and it's about, basically, a boy who lives in Tokyo and a girl who lives in this quiet Japanese village, and every morning they wake up in the other person's body. What the flip? You've got like, this uh, Freaky Friday um, scenario <laughs> going on. Um, so you don't know whose body they're going to wake up in in the morning. They could wake up in their own body. They could wake up in the guy's body in, in Tokyo or the girl's body in, um, the, in the village. And You gave tough... three options there, even though there's two characters in the thing. Yeah. What do you <laughs> they could wake up in their body. They could wake up in the boy's body or the girl's body. Even though, well, yes. they're just, yeah, they're just going to end up in the other ones, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Rephrase. It's not Sorry. that crazy. Well, it's a bit. If you woke up and if you kept switching bodies with a specific person, in you'd Tokyo, get used to it, though, wouldn't you? Would you get used to it? Or would you get? Used if to you're it? still shocked after doing it for like the hundredth time, then there's something wrong with you. Can you imagine? What's I'm happened? Not shocked, but a bit put out. Do you know what I mean? Whose body's this? Oh, the same gal I've been been in in her body for the last like fifteen years. Well, 15 years on and off, you know, you got to keep jumping in on their lives at weird points, you know, like you got to, oh, it's it's Tuesday and I am in um, the boy's body, so I need to go to the gym, you know? Like, you does it happen, does it happen every day? Does it happen yeah. regularly or is it just yeah, randomly? You said at the beginning that they, every day they sort back and forth. Yeah, regularly for about a year from memory. Um, right, so it's not that, not that confusing then, is it? It's still a bit. Why are you? Why are you downplaying this? Swap body swapping it, is kind of a bit. It'd be a lot more fun if they just ended up in someone else's random body. Would it be more fun rather than that... like having a shift in just your sister's body? Okay, like, hold on. The side plot here is that, that sounds a bit weird, actually. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the shift in your sister's body. Um, the, the side plot is obviously that um, they there's a love that um, blossoms between the pair that keep body swapping, and she goes to Tokyo to find him. Um, no, sorry, he goes to the village to find her, but the village has been destroyed by a meteor. And she's not, she's, she's not there. So he's like, who, what, when? And then there's some time travelly stuff involved with um, supernatural, no, not supernatural, astrological um, events that cause like rifts in space time. And they do know each other but from different times. And then they've got to try and find each other um, because they love each other. Do you mean astronomical? Mm. Yeah, sounds good. Astro <laughs> is astrological a thing? Astrology is a thing, and it's bollocks. Yeah, don't sell Josh that. Josh, uh, that's one of your firm beliefs as well, Josh. Sun cream. What, what are you, Jay? Are you a Scorpio? No, no I'm a Gemini. So I always get it wrong. Every single time work. I get it wrong. I always, <laughs> every now and then, though, I'll ask 100 people and I'll, once I'll get it right and I'll be like, well, there we go. You it's a one in 12. <laughs> You're a Gemini. All right. yeah. I do like Geminis, but um, not Boris Johnson. Right. Not him. Yeah, but Josh, it's all, you don't like Pisces, but you like me, don't you? So this is just, it's I'm not sure I'd say I like you. I'd say I tolerate you at max. Okay, but Usually, you wouldn't tolerate Pisces, would you? You'd rule them out straight away. Well, what about your brother? I kind of tolerated him, so... Okay, so there's another... You're proving my point then, aren't you? Well, I'm not. You... I'm saying I don't like Pisces, but, you know, they're classics. They they don't go. No, they're they're, like, yeah. they're yeah. like leeches. They just don't leave. I don't know about leeches. Um, so we'll stick yeah, with that I, You're a leech, so is Dan as well. Classics, nice. Um, I like that. Classics, there. <laughs> That's got a ring to it. Um, but sure yeah, your name maybe. I would recommend it. It's um, it looks absolutely stunning. It's got a great Japanese pop soundtrack, which kind of bangs. It's a good film. Check it out. It's on Netflix. Sponsored by Netflix. Not really. No, you talk no. for too long. Make a TikTok, which is like a trailer. How about that? Ooh, <laughs> or yeah. funny clips from the podcast. No, we won't get. We won't they're get hard to come by. Of those, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't happen around there. Uh, no. <laughs> um, so, so, shall we move on? Seth? Yeah, what do you want to talk about now? I've got the book, the film, or the symphony. 
Josh? Um, let me think. What about the the silent film? The artist. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vito, have you seen the artist? No. I have. Jay, did you like it? Not particularly. Um, well, other <laughs> other people liked it. I mean, it it got a few Academy Awards, Best Picture, and other stuff. Um, so yeah, it's from 2011, directed by. Um, let me see if I get his name right. Michel Hazanova Vichu or something like that. He's French. Um, and it's a silent movie about a silent film star whose career goes downhill when they start introducing the talkies, uh, speaking movies. And his career declines, whereas um, his romantic interests career spikes. So it's even more damning for him. He feels very um, let go. Yeah, Josh? I'm just thinking it sounds like another film. Yeah, the Singing in the Rain. rain, Yeah, Yeah. literally what Singing in the Rain is about. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like that. But obviously, Singing in the Rain is a musical. This is a silent film. So it's done in the style of a silent film. Oh, yeah, quite, quite a stark contrast there. Yeah, yeah, and it's black and white as well. Whereas Singing in the Rain isn't. It's kind of yeah. full color. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, a couple of differences there. If you want to make a diagram or something. Um, but yeah, so it's a silent movie, and I think I think the silent movie form works really well. Jay, how did you feel about the silent movie aspect of it when you're watching it? Did it irk you? I I understand the choice. Mm. It just doesn't gel with me really. Do you think it would have worked better with with noise? No. No. Okay, <laughs> good. We're we're in agreement. I, I mean, think they, they they made the choice deliberately. If they didn't make the choice, it would have made it worse. Yeah. No, I, I think it was exemplified by the fact that it was silent. Yeah, I mean it's it's one of the only silent films to have come out in the last fifty years. Yeah, they they made it silent for a reason. There is there is silent sections like silent movie sections in the Guillermo del Toro film, um, Shape of Water, because she's yes, deaf. I suppose. Yeah, yeah. I just hit my microphone. Yeah, and I mean, you, you get films with very little quiet place has very little little noise. Um, but I was thinking of Hush has very little dialogue. Oh, I hate that. Film. Was that that horror film? Yeah, where she's definitely. No, what's with you? I think you might have done. Around someone's house. Yeah, around your house. Around my house. I remember watching it in your living room. Maybe. No, I didn't watch it with you. I watched it with Dan and Kyra. Dan. Yeah, and I was probably lurking somewhere, <laughs> trying to get involved. Cool, Seth. Hi oh. guys. What What are you watching? Oh, just fuck off, Seth. Know. Oh, mind if I come in? Ah. No. No. Yeah, no. Oh, Josh. You're like Josh, and you're like, oh, yes, that's it. Brilliant. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, do any of you want to hazard a guess at that one my link is yet, or is it still a bit? I, I want to hazard a guess. All right. No. Is it? I've... Following two characters who are opposite. So is this an actual, this is an actual yeah. guess? Yeah. Uh, Joe, are you taking account of this guess? Or do you want you can make your you can make your own later? Can you not just say yes or no and then move on? Is that or do I get punished if I make a guess wrong? Well you don't get to guess again. Oh really? Okay, right. Well that's not my guess then. Okay. You sure? I didn't know that. You left that out, yeah. Quite a good guess. Is it? <laughs> I mean, if you want to risk it, I mean I'm just It's not it. very well worded though. Like I don't I know what I'm thinking, but I don't know how to Well, look, see if something comes to you when I talk a bit more. Right. Okay. Should, should we talk about um, Cell 1? Yes, Cell 1. So this is from the um, Adichie's selection of short stories called The Rope Around Your Neck, I think. Something like that. And um, it's a great it's a great select. I've read one of them, but it was really good. It was a good one, and I'm, I'm sort of reading them intermittently between other things. Um, but it's, it's good. I came across Adichie actually from a TED Talk in a TED talk on um, white literature because she's from Nigeria. She's Nigeria. Oh, of course, I know her. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. I thought you, you'd probably know her, but she's she's a fiance, son, isn't she? 
Pardon? She's in Flawless, Beyonce's song. Is she? Where we go, we teach girls to shrink themselves. Yeah. What, she's doing a speech in it? Yeah, uh, it's from the TED Talk, actually. It's from the, it's, it's a clip from the TED Talk that Beyonce put in, into the song about what feminism is. Oh, yeah, well, it's a great TED, TED Talk. Honestly, do check it out. Um, but yeah, so Sir One is a short story. It's set in Nigeria, and it's about, um, it's from the first person perspective of a sister, and her brother is getting involved with some gangs. Um, he gets arrested. And the brother's a very cocky character. He, he speaks a lot. He likes to talk about himself. And he likes to... Um, <laughs> yeah. And he likes to make things seem a lot more dramatic than they actually are. Um, so, like, he gets... Well, when he gets imprisoned for um, suspected of uh, being involved in gang violence, um, his family visit him every day. And every day they're like, oh, it's awful in here. Um, the policemen are like, eight foot tall and they beat you up and and oh it's horrible i saw this man do something and it's horrible um so he, he bigs it up i mean obviously it's going to be horrible he's in prison but his whole thing is that he bigs everything up um and one day he gets sent to cell one a cell one has a lot of like mystery and like a foreboding atmosphere surrounding it like it's like oh don't get sent to cell one it's like what's that place in shawshank redemption where you get sent if you're oh. like a Bad Boy or Toy Story 3. Where do they get... Like in 1984 to? with that... Um, what's that called? Yeah, or in 1984 with a place where you... <laughs> the Ministry of Truth. Ministry yeah. of Truth, yeah. Um, so it's like, it's like one of those places. Anyway, he gets sent there. His family rush and get him back. And they're expecting like this massive tall tale about what happened there. So they're like, oh, what happened? What was it like? And he doesn't say anything. He doesn't say anything. He's... um. He's completely silent. And somehow that's that silence is, you know, it's way more effective than him rambling on about it. It's um like just from that silence, you know, like, oh shit, what happened in there? He doesn't want to talk about it, so it must be terrible. And that's a story. That's a short story. <sighs> it, it's mm. good though. I might have a clue on what it is actually. What what are we what are we thinking? No, I, I want to listen to what what's symphony. What's that? Well, you can you can spiel with Jay about it a bit. Spitball with Jay for a bit about it. Well, potentially. What if? Well, actually, no. I don't want to say it just because it might be stupid once you explain the the symphony one. So, I'm I'm getting hints that it might be something along the lines of silence. Mm-hmm. You know, going into cell one, coming out silent, and the artist is all about silent movies and talking and stuff that's a good one is that what you were gonna say you're you gonna it wasn't no but um okay what, what, what were you gonna say that's no it's fine i don't wanna i don't wanna share my opinion oh okay um okay. <laughs> symphony 104 this was haydn's last symphony um was it his 104th it was his 104th yeah can we just stop 104 that's a lot of symphonies like is it though is it how long of a career did he have? Beethoven did nine. Beethoven, <laughs> Beethoven had nine symphonies. Mahler had like eight or seven. How long, how long is a symphony? About an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Yeah, there's quite a lot. So that's like know. 104 albums, basically. Okay. You can look at it that way. So That's quite a lot. It is a bloody yeah, lot. lot. Among Lots other things like quartets <laughs> and concertos and stuff that he was writing at the time. But the reason he wrote so many was because he was... Um, he was like a patron to um, the emperor of Austria at the time. So he was on commission from him. So he had to churn them out a lot more than, say, Mozart or did. Anyway, so Haydn, yeah, he's an Austrian composer, um, one of the big three classical composers next to Mozart and Beethoven. Um, this, this symphony was called London, um, from where he went to London. And the symphony is meant to remind you of London because it's got like that. Basically, you hear snippets of melodies as um, the symphony goes along. And that's meant to be like walking through the market. So, you know, like walking through the London market, it's like potatoes, get your potatoes, strawberries, love, do you want some strawberries? And you get like all these different like sing-songy, rhymy, English sort of chipper tones. That was what he was going for. Um, Obviously, being a symphony, it's got no 
vocals in it. So obviously Beethoven included vocals in his um, symphony, but he was like one of the first to do it. So before this, you know, symphonies didn't have any, you know, lyrics or anything. But you know, it works really well without without like lyrics or someone singing over the top. More effective without that, in my opinion. But I mean, it, it works with as well. Um, it's a good synth. It's good synth. Can you give it a listen if you're if you're interested? It's his last one, so yeah, so it's a big deal. Probably his best, you know. <laughs> hmm. I'm thinking. What's this got to do with anything else you've talked about, Seth? Yeah, that that one's that one's throwing me off. Well, that's a, that's what you've got to do, isn't it? You've got yeah, to... <laughs> you can't just ask him for the link. <laughs> How would oh, you yeah. back to the other ones? <laughs> <laughs> So it's trying it out, see if it would work. <laughs> you, you <almost laughs> <Imagine>. <laughs> um, interesting. I think you, you can get this. So interesting. We've. Do you like how I've sort of gone all the way around the world with my picks as well? Oh, oh that was what I was about to say. The link was so thank God I didn't. Oh no, no, but well, because it applies for all of them, and they're all like. Yeah, they're all saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different yeah, aka not UK or America. Oh, but yeah, thought thought would be interesting. Um, <laughs> I could talk a bit more about Haydn if you want. Yeah, go on then. <laughs> um, well, this is it'll be irrelevant stuff. Oh, I've said you said all the relevant stuff. I've said everything that's relevant. Yeah, you you've been close. Is all I'm going to say. And. This threw you off, but it shouldn't have done. That's a yeah. big, big hint. So I'm not going to say anything else. I'm going to let you two brain box. Okay. Oh, so that one's not the not the odd one out. Is there anything particularly interesting about the the characters in your name? Like, are they? No, there's nothing discernible about them. Really. No, they're just they're just people. It's just a girl from a village and a boy from a city, and once you know that, you've got everything you need to know really right okay um that's not even a joke they're pretty pretty one-dimensional it's a good film but you know they're just not character driven it's plot driven a little bit character driven the thing with japanese anime that which always puts me off a bit is they always like to um show a lot of tits no i think i think well i think that might be reflecting slightly more on your own taste or yeah, your own eyes you know Ghibli doesn't but like this girl in this is 13 or something and whenever she body swaps with the boy the boy feels his boobies and it plays really really badly is it Japanese? yeah yeah interesting what so age is the boy's about maybe 15 or something I don't know hmm. it just play. it's meant to be funny and it, I it and I had a similar thing with um, Neon Genesis Evangelion, whatever that series is. I tried that. But there are so many weird angles there that it just really threw me. But it's a good yeah, film. I, th- I, it I, th- I think that is actually a, a thing that is... It's, it, I know it's part of, the, um, part of the anime culture, isn't it? Well, I watched a film that was set in Japan and she, she had sex with a fish. That was oh, her yeah. husband reincarnated. What, what thing was that? Anyways, yeah. <laughs> That's, that doesn't surprise me as a thing that would happen. Um, <laughs> should, we, should we get back to the link? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to the uh, fish fucking in a minute. The fish tags in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I'm still feeling something along the lines of silence. Maybe because Haydn's symphony doesn't have any vocals in it. Could be. He did. He did have the emphasis on that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I, as with a lot of classical music, you know, you don't have um, you don't really have vocals unless it's an opera. Um. But I think it. Yeah, but you said Mozart still used like, harmon vocal vocalist harmonies and stuff. Yeah. So they did begin to put vocalists in symphonies more but that was after sort of that was into the um oh what's it romantic period 
Yeah. Oh no, this has no no vocals. Yet. Okay, I'm tempted to to run with the the no talking thing. Hmm. So, which one would you say is the other one? Which one's got? Yeah, I would say your name. Yeah. Because they're still they're still talking in it, whereas cell one. Yeah. Comes out silent. The artist is silent all up until like the last like frame of the film where he actually says something. Mm. And then Haydn's symphony. There's no voices. So that's it. Is it your name odd one out? Link is no dialogue. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. You got <sighs> it. Yeah. Is that- Hey. Symphony, no vocals, and it's more power. The thing is, it's more powerful when nothing's said. Was the link? Artist uh, more powerful because nothing's said. So one, what the experience is more powerful because they say nothing. The symphony is more powerful because there's nothing said. There's no vocals. Wow, nice, good link. <laughs> yeah, well done, Seth. You you didn't try. <laughs> He's so proud of himself. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I like I liked doing that. It's a good one. Um. Wow. So. Points, all, points all round today. Yeah. Oh snap! I can't. Yeah. I've lost track of what the points is. I think Josh. Yourself um, and Josh are on four. Well, no, and I'm Josh, on three. Josh's on more than that because he was on your team then, wasn't he? Oh yeah. So Josh's on seven. Josh's on seven. I'm on four, and Jay's on three. Yeah. yeah. Gosh. Look at that. Very nice. Congratulations, Josh. Thank you very much. What a surprise. Uh, drink with me. Mm, I'd rather not. Jay? <laughs> you know what? I don't need a prize. It's fine. <laughs> no, I don't mind. We could go for a drink, mate. I don't. Anyways, I um, think I'm busy that day. Um, well, I didn't, well, well, I'll buy you a point. Huh? What about uh, next month? No, I think I'm busy that day too. I think I've got an appointment. <laughs> oh, okay. um, we'll work um, something out. We'll, um, we'll yeah, check yeah. That. I'll put that in Maybe the diary. Text me. Yeah. That's a definite then. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I owe you a point. Great. Well, thanks for coming <laughs> on, mate. Thank you. Lovely to have you as ever. Um, with a good link. If, you know, even if me and Jay didn't get it. I think I am definitely I'll come out the window today, that's for sure Yep, well, it, yeah. it was a good link in fairness I like that And you did get Jay's after the first one which was quite impressive as well Yeah, yeah that, well, that well, was I'm very impressed quick. by myself I'm yeah. usually shit at games <laughs> Well there we have it that was, that's about it isn't it Yeah, that, well <laughs> we're running out of time as well so that is all that was we, a good rapper that is <laughs> do. all we have time for, yeah Thanks for listening, as always. If, if you, you made did. it this far, yeah, yeah. Hello, Seth or Jay. You don't sound very confident with your outro, do you? What's going on here? <laughs> You're just slowly fizzling out. You've got to, got to be a bit more precise than that. I guess uh, maybe we'll see you around. <laughs> What's going on? Shall, shall we go for another take on, on the outro? Yeah, let's let's try it again. Let's let's be better this time. Thank you for listening. If you listen to the end, well done. Give yourself a biscuit. Join us next week when we might have another person on. We might not. But have a good week. Goodbye from me. And it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. And Josh, got something to say? Yeah. Yeah. See you later, guys. Bye, everyone. See ya. (laughs) Great. Wrap it up.